Hello and welcome to Overdrive, a program about the wonderful world of motoring and transport. I'm David Brown, and in this program we look at news stories with David Campbell, including a new Queensland CBD will be designed for driverless cars. And we dedicate the remaining part of the program to a critique of the car ads that were specially developed to play during the broadcast of the 2018 American Super Bowl. Brian Smith and Errol Smith give their perceptive, witty and at times cynical comments. Ads to be reviewed include The Good, where Vikings are portrayed using a ram pickup to tow their boat, The Bad, Jeep proclaims the great impact their vehicles have had by showing excessive freeways and driving through environmentally sensitive areas, and The Ugly, using Martin Luther King's voice and words from one of his great speeches to flog as in sell pickup trucks. Have a question or a comment, send it to overdrive at drivenmedia.com.au. You can listen to longer segments by going to our website at drivenmedia.com.au or podcast the whole program on iTunes or your favourite podcast service. Now, to begin the program, let's have the news. A new city centre being created at Maroochydore on Queensland's Sunshine Coast could be the first in the world designed specifically for driverless cars. Although developments such as shopping centres and airport car parks are being adapted to suit autonomous vehicles, the Maroochydore Central Business District poses a greenfields opportunity for developers Sun Central. Transport and land use researcher at Griffith University, Abraham Leong, said having autonomous vehicle infrastructure could help deliver more cost-effective and demand-response public transport. He said urban design for autonomous vehicles might involve segregating those cars from pedestrians to avoid collisions. Another feature could be induction charging roads to allow electric vehicles to stay powered all the time. Holden has launched what it says is Australia's first-of-its-kind full end-to-end online car buying experience. With the click of a mouse, customers will be able to select and specify a Holden model, book a 24-hour test drive and have a new vehicle delivered to their door. The online store will even allow you to arrange finance and trade in your old vehicle. Holden has announced the new initiative just days ahead of the imported ZB Commodore's official release. However, there is a catch. At this stage, Holden's online store remains a pilot program limited to customers in the Melbourne metro area and only includes certain Holden vehicles, including the new 2018 Commodore range. Tesla may be sending sports cars into space and launching electric trucks but financially, it is struggling. Tesla lost a total of nearly $2 billion in 2017 and posted its worst financial quarter ever in the last quarter of 2017. The company ended up losing a record $675 million in Q4, topping the previous high of $619 million in the previous quarter. However, it wasn't all bad news. Tesla's revenue rose $1 billion year-on-year to $3.2 billion, thanks in part to the sale of zero-emission vehicle credits to other carmakers. 
Tesla acknowledged that it has missed its production target for the Model 3 electric car. The company said it planned to build 5,000 vehicles a week by last December. Instead, Tesla assembled just 2,400 cars in all of Q4. The company blamed production bottlenecks as the reason for production delays. Tesla has a history of overpromising on products and constant production delays, but its loyal fans have stuck around. The company said that 2018 should be a transformative year with a high level of operational scaling. Others aren't so optimistic. Intelligent road studs, which light up in response to changing traffic lights, are to be used for the first time at a motorway junction in the UK. Highways England is installing around 170 of the innovative LED road studs at one of England's busiest motorway junctions, used by over 90,000 vehicles every day. The LED road studs light up when traffic lights turn green so drivers can clearly see which lane they should follow. Cables under the road surface connect them to traffic lights through a nearby automatic controller unit. The studs can be visible up to 1,000 metres away and have been proven to help stop drivers drifting between lanes, reducing the risk of collisions. The Fiat 500 is an iconic motor car, and to put a little more pep into the 2018 lineup, Fiat has announced that it is making a more powerful turbocharged engine as standard equipment. The new 1.4-litre turbo engine represents a 33% increase in horsepower over last year's non-turbo engine. The Fiat 500 will now deliver 135 horsepower, up from 101 horsepower. A 5-speed manual remains standard, while a 6-speed automatic is still optional. The high-performance Fiat 500 Abarth carries over its 160-horsepower turbo engine, both hardtop and convertible models will continue to be available. An innovative modular pavement design is currently being deployed in the Bankside District of London. The project explores how a temporary reconfiguration of a one-way street provides freed-up space, which can then be reapportioned as an extension to the footpath. The new footpath will be modular by design, allowing it to be deployed quickly when new configurations are deemed appropriate such as during construction, as temporary hoardings, or for roadworks. The initial walkway will be in place for a period of six months in order to study the effect of the project on people's experience of the new environment. And that has been the news. A new organisation has started up called Hydrogen Mobility Australia. They are a collection of vehicle manufacturers, energy companies, infrastructure providers, research organisations and governments with a mission to make a hydrogen vision a reality. Their objectives are to accelerate the commercialisation of new hydrogen and fuel cell technologies for transportation, export, storage and stationary applications in Australia, to provide a forum for effective communication and collaboration of all stakeholders in the hydrogen and energy community and to progress Australia's shift towards a future hydrogen society built upon clean and renewable energy technologies. Now, Overdrive is putting together a few cars for display at a major conference in Sydney on the 10th of March. We will have an example of the latest in motoring with a Lexus LC500, 
which is a $200,000 sports car with a traditional petrol engine. We'll also have the new BMW i3 electric city car. And we will have Hyundai's hydrogen-powered iX35. We'll give you more information as we lead up to the event and feedback from some of the participants after the event is over. You're listening to Overdrive. Well, at this time of the year, we do our usual review of the car ads that were in the Super Bowl. This year, it was a little light on in numbers, not as many as before. A couple of companies did go in a big way, Fiat and Toyota being examples. But who better to review this than those experts in cars and the social norms and considerations of the day? I am joined on the line by Brian Smith. Good Brian. Good night, David. And uh, Errol Smith. Okay, Errol. G'day, David. I don't know if I can live up to those expectations, but I'll try. <laughs> now, the Kia Stinger, quite a good car. They have Steve Tyler driving around backwards on a race circuit. Is it a little bit like Dorian Gray, is it, that his picture becomes young again? Gentlemen, what did you think of this? Brian, a, a younger version of Steven Tyler appears? <laughs> Let's face it, he's 69 years old. So he's going to have to do a few trips around the circuit backwards to, <laughs> to make any kind of impact. He goes along for a bit. He, he sort of comes out. He looks like he's in his 30s. And uh, But for mine, it just said something very sad about America and cars and about how the whole objective is to repudiate your age and wisdom and that youth yes. is good. I suspect that in the rear vision mirror, he, he looks how he got out of the car, but in real life, he's still a, a craggy 69-year-old man. He actually looks like Keith Richards on a good day, and that's not a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was only Superman that could uh, reverse time by flying around the Earth really fast. But apparently, Stephen Tyler can do it just by going backwards around a racetrack. But it would have been a lot more believable if it was a DeLorean ad. Oh, yes. Yes, and you'd only have to get up to 88 miles per hour. I've asked here in Australia, and they won't be using the ad, uh, among other things in America, if the car can do it, then you can show it doing whatever it can do, be it dangerous or whatever. In Australia, if it shows dangerous driving, they don't allow it. One of the Fiat's ads is anti-manifesto. This is a very deep and sincere voice saying that some car companies try and create an image, the real one of tough, outback, rough and tumble four-wheel driving is the area that belongs wholly and solely to Jeep. Were you convinced by this ad? For mine, David, the whole point of it, there's a big sign on the bottom uh, that says man-made lake and waterfall. (laughs) So it just struck me that, that it was absolutely apt, that the whole thing was very phony. It's really about saying, look, you know, we don't know to say anything about our car other than to show it driving up this uh, through this lake and waterfall. But, of course, it's a phony lake and a phony waterfall. Yeah. I couldn't help thinking when I was watching it that I was looking at a radio-controlled car. Yes, yeah. Be- because maybe it's because you almost never see an SUV off-road 
you almost forget that some of them, probably the minority these days, can actually do some of that stuff. The fact that it was man-made, does that mean that they weren't destroying nature, yet that's what they're asking you to do? One of the things was that they had a, a go at companies making claims to some overarching human truths. This is the company that a few years ago had Bob Dylan saying, there is nothing more American than America. As though there's this deep, contrived voice that's giving you the meaning of life, why we are a preferred race or something. I hate affectation. In Australia, I think it would have been Paul Hogan in a much more laid-back sort of style, do you think? Yeah, mm. it's very contrived, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, it's, I guess it's, it's pretty simple at the end of the day. They just want to say, oh, our stuff can actually go off-road, even though you'll never do it. There are some other Fiat ads, The Road, which basically has the vehicle driving over the road again. Fiat Chrysler, we should clarify. Fiat isn't suddenly making four-wheel drives, or not technically anyway. Still still going with the, the Jeep brand. Yeah, but uh, I guess this, this is sort of more of the same thing, isn't it? It's ending with one of their Jeep vehicles actually off-road the road ends it always comes to an end but that's mm. where the jeep comes into its own and there it has it driving right through the middle of a rather pristine little stream yes david i had a big issue with this because it starts with this sort of elegy the road is a wonderful thing but the image that goes with it is this revolting 50 lane motorway that's just digging its way through a city absolutely destroying a city and then they fly across a, a huge cloverleaf that's another thing that wrecks the city. And then finally, the vehicle driving through this, the beautiful stream. And you can't see a person. It's a vehicle. It's not a person in a vehicle driving. You just you see no person at all. Mm. Um, it, the kind of message, the underlying message is our vehicles have ruined cities. Now, you know, here's the chance for the, these vehicles to to ruin the environment. It's a remote control car again, Errol. I think that's why... It- you get that sense because they've blacked out the inside so you can't see that there's a person in it. Why don't we see a person looking happy? Is it so? Is it down to race and gender and all those things that unless it's representative of everybody, you can't show it? Is that the problem? Actually, what they're saying is that they'll have autonomous cars in the future and you will never want to go and rough it, but you can send your cars to do it. And <laughs> with an app on your phone. Yeah. You send it off. That's the great line from The Simpsons, isn't it? Uh, Marge says to Homer, 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 Maggie's taking her first steps. You want to come and look? And he says, no, no, I'll just wait for the video. <laughs> this is the same thing. I've got a car that can do this. Look, I can show you the video. Were you there? No, no, I was doing it autonomously. Fiat also uh, makes Ram trucks as part of the Fiat Chrysler conglomerate. And that uh, they have called on in their ad called Built to Serve, the words of Martin Luther King. In fact, exactly, was it 50 years ago that he made the speech? And so they use his words to help sell a truck. Surely that's that's got to be a reasonable thing. Oh, is this truck really about racial freedom? All I got from this ad, David, is that basically you're a sheep. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Or we like sheep are lost and what is it? And gone astray. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ram, of yes. course, is a sheep. Yeah. All I got out of it is that you're a sheep following the following the crowd I, of everyone else who's following the same nice speech. I had the most speech. trouble with this ad because it was straight up offensive to the memory of a 
of Dr. King. It's almost like comically evil yes. bringing him into this thing to sell a car. And then it's, it's very typical of the Super Bowl, and, and I think we're seeing this in Australia as well, is this idea of embedding the military and this concept of service in some way. The Super Bowl is some like a game, a football match, is connected with the military and serving and, and, and serving a community, which, of course, has nothing at all to do with it. It's, it's some very overpaid and pampered people playing football. So I, I just thought this was everything wrong with Super Bowl ads. They were talking about his speech on the 4th of February 1968. It was known as the drum major instinct. And you talked about, you know, that thing of serving, Brian. I think uh, what King was saying at that stage was serving does not have to be that sort of steamroller that serves people by you know, blowing apart their mm. communities and so on and coming in as the great victors. In fact, in that speech, King warned his congregation that the desire for importance can lead to stomish exclusivism and tragic race prejudice. In his biographical sketch of Jesus, King preached that Jesus owned nothing. So clearly, Fiat's going to rent this car to you. Yeah, but the whole it's the point as well that that you by buying this particular brand of vehicle, you are in some way serving your country. It's bizarre, or serving a community, yeah. or that only people who were were giving would buy one. Mm. But at least they took a different tact with their second ad, which is basically you know, a, we will rock you with these Vikings. There's basically these Vikings in the truck. They're using it to tow their Viking vessel for their reenactment or whatever they're doing. But my favourite bit is because the ad's full of scenes of half a dozen guys with their spears and shields in the bed of the truck, mm. which, of course, is extremely dangerous. But they're wearing helmets. Yes, they've got, they've got, they've got horned helmets <laughs> on. Spikes on. <laughs> <laughs> There's this little bit of fine print in the middle of the ad on the bottom of the screen that says, never ride in the bed of a truck unless you are an authentic Viking. I loved that too. I loved it. it was don't do the cool thing that we are showing you it's very cool to do. Yes, yes. <laughs> the other thing that struck me about it, it was filled with blokes, right? There's these big yeah. blokes everywhere. And then one tiny glimpse, a flash of part of a woman's face. Yeah, there was one in woman the, in, the, in, the, in, the back of the, in the back of the boat somewhere. It's I'll like she was out even... in post-production. Yeah, they're not even pretending that that you know this is that women are going to buy this car. <laughs> it is romanticising the picture of Vikings as noble savages, isn't it? That they they're sort of honourable, whereas they were rape and pillage. And what they do is in the ad is drive into Minnesota where the Super Bowl was held, I believe, and then they meet some people, including this one girl, and including people who are dressed in some modern clothing, a goth and a, a guy with a helmet uh, like a uh, football helmet, and they then turn out to be friendly. That's not the Viking image that I understand. <laughs> these are these, these are the good Vikings. Oh, the good Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> they are, of course, mirroring football crowds, love and peace. That when you meet the opposition, you greet them warm and friendly, don't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then then spear them in the stomach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, gentlemen, 
an ad. Last year, Hyundai, they won the war. This year, they're trying to cure cancer. They have an ad of people that go through a scanner when they're going into the Super Bowl. And uh, then some of them are taken down this long corridor to a little room out the back. One thinks that they're going to be uh, frisked, to, to say the least. But then they get a presentation on, on the wall of someone who says, my child or I have had a certain paediatric cancer. And because you bought a Hyundai, you, some money went to this cause. Did it leave a tear in your eye? I think there are there are two ads that go to this, and the first one is basically talking about what they're going to do based on what they did last year. So that doesn't actually say anything. It's it's basically saying we couldn't come up with anything new, so we're just going to remind you of how awesome we were last year and yeah. drop some vague hints about something for this year that we haven't actually done yet that's pretty much the same. There was that second ad where they did have it last year, you remember, they reunited three soldiers with their family via mm. uh, a telelink. This year they had these people saying, because you bought a Hyundai, some of the money went to, to the cancer research and they said, I'd like to thank you and they came, it was a screen and a picture but then the person sort of had that revealing where they came out and hugged the owner can i ask a question how did they know which people were hyundai owners yeah could have got it wrong that's true that wouldn't have gone down well oh so you didn't help well get out (laughs) (laughs) maybe they were care owners or something that wouldn't have gone down well in uh, in seoul Gentlemen, can you cash in on the effect of the movie, the movie Black Panther, which is taken after the events of the uh, Captain American Civil War, I believe, uh, and uh, their king T'Challa returns home to Wakananda, but two enemies conspire to bring him down, and he, he as Black Panther, must team up with someone else and a group of all-female special forces. It can see it's uh, based on a comic. But now it's a modern one. They driving in a Lexus. The Black Panther follows this Lexus by jumping through, uh, across buildings and then lands in the car. Yes, David, the cars are blue and silver. The Black Panther doesn't get a black cat to drive. Oh, okay. Of course, if he had a black cat, that would actually be a Jaguar, wouldn't it? Yeah. But ah. they're not sponsored by Jaguar, they're sponsored by <laughs> Lexus. <laughs> I thought it was remarkably uh, accurate. He jumps in through the sunroof next to the lady who's driving, pulls his mask off, and it's the actor and that, and she leans over and says, show off. The ad ends with, uh, long live the king. I think that Lexus here is is maybe a bit of a long bow to say that they're the, they're the king of the luxury car just yet, but, but they're working on it. And the other thing, uh, it's, it's the all-new LS500. So really, it's um, he's not a king. He's more of a baby prince. In fact, <laughs> does, does that make him a kitten? I thought the show-off line was the best thing. It was, uh, you know, it was, yeah, yeah, he's showing off. Um, but I also saw the misogyny at the end where, you know, the, the women open the door for him and then as he walks away, the, the women are, are sort of several paces behind. And I thought that's, 
again, the market, you know, it's still a man's world. Now, last year, Ford was incredibly thoughtful. They didn't show images of though the, a car could bring you great freedom. They showed the opposite. They showed congestion and suggested that it wasn't just about driving cars. It was about mobility. And the ad ended with a push bike riding past a series of parked cars that were stuck in a traffic jam. This year, they did a Lincoln huge SUV, one person crossing a river on a ferry. Lincoln is the luxury brand of Ford. It's somewhat of a change of tax, don't you think, gentlemen? Matthew McConaughey looking very Matthew McConaughey. Basically, all I got from this ad is Matthew McConaughey, he's so cool that all he has to do is stand on a barge, mutter something profound, and then drive off the barge. Yes, he just talks to himself, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, that's all there is. <laughs> I didn't learn anything I, I about the this car. this is a, a dangerous loner. In the wild, <laughs> having a, a mental Break breakdown. <laughs> and then the, my favourite bit was the screen where he presses the button and the two, two modes are conserve and excite. And so as he drives off the barge into this what looks like a pristine wilderness island, he moves to excite. I was, why wasn't he moving to conserve? He's just going to go down and blast the hell out of that beautiful place. He's not going to shoot unless he really has to, so he's not going to waste the bullets. <laughs> that's that's the conserving thing part of it. Uh, yes. Yeah. I thought it was an incredibly tedious ad. Uh, what's it saying? I, I couldn't work out what the message yeah, was. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, I'm cool. That's, that's all I got from it. I'm cool, and I'm in this ad. Watch me drive this car off a barge. I'm a celebrity. The car looked very... Like it's just been through a detailer, and yet here they oh, are yeah. in this great outdoors. And he's got the tough leather jacket and the oh, sort of scruffy well, That's book. it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, gentlemen, can an ad actually do some good? Stephen Imers is a Tennessee father. They had 10 children, although six were adopted. And uh, tragically, one of them, Hannah, died in a car accident. She was 17 years old. You've often seen those memes on Facebook and that of guard railing spearing through the front of a car, the window of a car. Tragically, it caught his daughter and she died. So he prepared an ad, couldn't afford the $5 million to advertise it generally, but he put it out in a, one of the affiliates that went to West Palm Beach in Florida in the hope that the president would be down there watching the game at his resort. The appeal was, please put in more proper guardrails. Can a message like that make it in the Super Bowl? This was aimed directly at Donald Trump, a man who I believe everyone understands has no memory unless it's on Fox, no comprehension. And and a very, very short attention span. So, yes. look, he yes, spent this, his money this, a lot better, this, I think. This also assumes that, that Trump has some empathy in some way or shape or form. That's true. He's appealing to the president to show compassion and do something. Oh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, gentlemen, I think we've covered the issues uh, particularly well and reflected quite accurately on the messages that are really going to come from the ads and the car ads that appeared in the Super Bowl. Thank you for your time, and next week we'll talk some more general quirky news. Bye, no worries, David. David. That was Errol Smith and Brian Smith. And as I say, next week we'll have some more traditional weird stories. 
And this has been Overdrive. My thanks to Errol Smith, Brian Smith, David Campbell and Paul Just for their great help during the program. Overdrive can be heard across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You can listen to longer segments by going to our website at drivenmedia.com.au or podcast the whole program on iTunes or your favourite podcast service. I'm David Brown. Thanks for listening. Listening.